Thank you, Lord. Today was the first day I woke up a little normal. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Without uh, blowing my brains out, a bunch of drugs. Thank God for that. Amen. Last week, I had to finish last week's. We were talking about um, was it easier to go to heaven or hell? We figured out because of Jesus that it's actually easier to go to hell. Everybody say amen to that. Mm -hmm. And that we also found out something that was scary is that a lot of And then we also found out something that was scary is that a lot of uh, uh, teachings are helping people go. So when you throw that combination together, it's, uh, it's something that really we got to have a revelation of, and, and I got to finish that. So, um, Maria, what, what's up? Where are we going? Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13, Auntie. Now, now before you read. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she be ready to rock, boy. Now, mind you, keep everything in mind that we talked about last week. Everybody say amen. Amen. And so when we go into this one, we're going to dig into this one a little bit, and this is going to help bring us a little more clarity. Hopefully, I can finish this today. Now, Auntie, go. Therefore, my people will go into exile for lack mm -hmm. of understanding. It says that my people don't really know God, so they would be captured and taken away. Why? Because they don't know God. It is so important that we know God. And then most people don't even think they can know God personally. They think that God is so high and that they are so low that there's no way you, you can even communicate with God or, he, or that he can even communicate with you. Most people believe that God is, is, is this, this un, other earthly being who, and we're so, you know, and, and, I, and I give people who credit for who think that way. They realize that God is way higher than them. And so, but the problem is there is a personal God. There is a God who wants to be with you. But here, here's the kicker. You got to know him because if you don't know him, you're going to be in captivity. Mm -hmm. It says that my people don't really know God, so they will be captured and taken away. Auntie, come on. Those of high rank will die of hunger, and the common people will be parched with thirst. And it doesn't matter whether they're high or whether they're low, because, you know, in, in the world today, you got the rich and then you got everybody else. Mm -hmm. you know, do you know that we're, we're slowly going back to, 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 change, to when the turn of the century happened, there was only a few people who had the wealth. We're slowly going back to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a, little, a bunch of little minor millionaires, but, I mean, you really think millionaires aren't wealthy. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Somebody gave you a million dollars, you're not going to be wealthy. That's right. Especially when you get rid of your bad debt. And, <laughs> and then Uncle Sam gets his cut. Amen. Mm -hmm. Then you pay off your house and buy your mama a house. You're not going to have any money. So me, so, so, but I'm talking about wealth. We're getting slowly back to the place where it's only going to be the wealthy and everybody else who survives. And you might be able to survive pretty good, but you might not have enough wealth. Mm-hmm. That's another, I got something on that, but not right now. Auntie, come on. Therefore, death expanded its jaws, opening wide its mouth. Now, Auntie, here's the literal text. It mm -hmm. says, therefore, hell has enlarged itself, mm -hmm. opened its mouth wide without measure. Everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And their glory and their multitude and their pomp, and they that rejoice shall descend into it. A lot of people are going to hell. Mm -hmm. 
And I hate to be the bearer of bad news because it's, it's like you don't want to say that. You don't want to admit that. I've never been to a funeral where they admitted this person's going to hell. Have you? Mm-mm. All right, I, you, And you're not going to. And then we see on television when someone's clutching a person who's dying and they're looking up and, they, and me and Courtney always debate, are they going to die with their eyes closed or open? <laughs> and then they're sitting there and they're getting ready. And, and, and I always wanted to do that in the movies, just kind of just... I did the best I could. <laughs> I'm going to do eyes closed. Eyes open is creepy. Like, and then somebody's got to close them, right? So it's, like, so it's like, man, when that happens, do you think this person's got to be going to heaven? No. There's a, what's the way to heaven? Narrow. Jesus, that's it. Yes, yes. And if you don't go that way, unfortunately, you can be very good. Mm-hmm. I know man knows the Father except through the Son. Everybody say amen. Amen. No one gets to the Father except. He says, I am the way. I'm the gate. I'm everything. Everything. And if you don't do it this way, I'm sorry. I didn't make the rules. A lot of people going to hell. But here's the problem. The scary part is a lot of Christians are going. Mm -hmm. Wow, Kenan. Remember I told you last week I want to tell you? I'm going to tell you something nice next week. I promise. Auntie, come on. So Stop people, it, Rob. No, come on, Auntie. <laughs> so people will be brought low and everyone humbled. The eyes of the arrogant humbled. It's just people will be brought low and everyone humbled and the eyes of the arrogant will be humbled. God hates arrogancy. Yes, he, he does. He can't stand it. He, he, you know why? Because when a person is arrogant, they don't need anything else. They're better than everything else and we'll never be better than the Lord. Everybody say amen. And we're not better than each other. God looks at that and he goes, man, I can't stand the arrogance of people will be brought down. Yes. It's not going to survive. He's going to make sure those on earth who, who, who function that way will bow a knee to him. Yes, they will. Everybody, everybody with me on that one? Amen. Come on, Auntie. But the Lord Almighty will be exalted by his justice, and the Holy God will be proved holy by his righteous acts. And so he's going to be, he's going to be exalted by his justice. He's going to be, he's going to give justice. Listen, everybody is going to have to deal with the Lord at one point in time. Amen. It'll be best for you to deal with him on this side of the grave. Because on the other side of the grave, you still got to deal with him, but it's going to be too late. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people who are, who are thinking that they are functioning in the way that God wants them to. Think about this. Before you guys really started to get a revelation, you had a kind of your own concept of God, didn't you? How you thought he was, what you think you can do to be okay with him. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember I told you a story. I was sitting on my porch and it was this big tree across the street. And I would stare at the tree. And for some way, it was this symbol of God to me because it was so large. And I would sit there on the porch and go, Lord, I messed up again. <laughs> Lord, you got to help me out. Amen. Lord, you know, I need this. And, and, I'm, and in my mind, I look back at it and I go, the Lord was pulling at my heart, but I didn't know what I was praying. And I didn't even know really what I was praying to. And, I, and so I'm thinking, God, really the only prayer you hear from a sinner is the prayer of repentance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so hard. Isn't that hard? Because how many times people call you and go, I need you to pray for me. And then in your mind, you're thinking, okay. 
I pray for you. I have to pray for you. You know why? Because you can't pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. See this? The Bible speaks constantly that God doesn't hear the wicked. And so when people say, oh, I, you know, I pray every day, and you know they don't serve the Lord, don't embarrass them, <laughs> don't slap them, but, but, you, gotta, but you, you have to pray for them that they get the revelation because it's like you don't know them. He just admitted that if you don't know me, mm-hmm. hell has enlarged the stuff, getting ready to take all these lost souls. I know, don't be mad at me. I'm just teaching the Bible. Amen. Okay, okay, all right, because I felt. Then sheep will graze us in their own pasture. Lambs will feed them on the ruins of the rich. And he says, listen, all of us down here who uh, lived okay, and, and we could, you know, we, people live so much better. It says his sheep will graze in their own pastures. Lambs will be fed among the ruins of the rich. If you are not rich, don't worry about it. You're not rich on this earth, but you'll be rich in the next one. Everybody say amen. amen. It, 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 see, one thing about, let me tell you something about riches. God's not going to give you any if it takes you away from him. That's right. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to teach that. It's going to be tough, but it's going to help you because I really want God to bless you guys because when he blesses you, I get blessed. Anyway, anyway, so it's like, so, so, so he's saying, listen, my people who serve me, the ones who don't, they're going to be brought down. But wait a minute, they're really, that person's really not that bad. Yeah, but that person and me don't know each other. That person is not really a subject to my word. That person is not, that person's not going, they're not on the narrow road, and they're not going through the narrow gate. Mm-hmm. So they, they won't be with me. I'm sorry. There's no other way. No other way. People are going to hell, and I'm scared for them. And, see, and we think we're going to go to hell because of the amount of sin that we don't do. It's amount, it's, he says that, you know what, you can't enter because your information, you don't have the right information. You, my people are in captivity because they don't know. Mm-hmm. God will take care of your sin. But ignorance lands you in hell. Yeah. Amen, amen. Woo, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 3. And it's something, Auntie, before you start reading. <laughs> he always equates this conversation with false teachings. Mm-hmm. 2 Peter 2, it says these false teachers only want your money. Auntie, come on. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. See, the, I translated it for you. These false teachers only want your money, so they will, use, they will use you by telling you things that aren't true. I listened to this guy this morning, and I was kind of sitting there kind of groggy looking at him. And I was listening to him while I was trying to get ready a little bit. And he was just telling people just how, you know, God's, how blessed you're going to be and how the Lord just loves you and he's going to open up doors and you're going to make money and you're going to have, and I'm sitting there going, dude, you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. See, but see, that kind of stuff lands you on television. That kind of stuff lands you with big congregations. 
because people love it. They, they want to hear that stuff. We think that not telling people things that aren't true are, are these, 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 these uh, false teachings and talk, talking about false gods. And No, it's talking about distorting the word of God mm -hmm. for financial gain. Because mm -hmm. if you distort the word enough, I'm not saying it's about every large church. I know I got friends with large churches I really believe in. But what I am saying is, man, the multitudes will never totally clamor the truth. Mm -hmm. Truth runs away multitudes. Amen. So it says they only, he always talks about hell and false teachers. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it don't match. But yes, it does, because he's saying the false teachers are helping people go to hell. Amen. Auntie, come on. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. He's saying they're going to get it. They're going to get it. Mm -hmm. Man, I was talking to three pastor friends of mine this week, and we were all talking together, and I said, man, I'm going to be honest, dude. We should all be terrified because bo the bottom line is, man, why are we doing this? If we don't do this right, we're going to pay. Amen. Amen. If we don't teach right, we're going to pay. Amen. I don't want to face that. I don't want to deal with that. It says many will say they did all these things that look spiritual in your name. And he goes, I don't know you. That's my nightmare. That wakes me up at night like, Lord, do you know me? Amen. See, because you can totally do church without God. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, you can do church without God. Yes, you can. All you need is a band, some music, somebody who can run their mouth, a building. That's all you need. Track lights, smoke machine. You got a church. You can do church without the Lord. Mm -hmm. Some of you came from church that they were doing without the Lord. Amen. <laughs> That's too much. Come on. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in a change of darkness to be held for judgment. So God, who didn't spare angels, what he's saying, if God's not sparing the angels when they sinned, sent them to hell, putting them in, a chain, in chains of darkness to be held there for judgment. Not, now, on, say, the, 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 the demons that, that fell from heaven and the angels that fell from heaven, now they can only function in one place. It's darkness. And if you look at that and you break that down, and I've taught it before, what that really means is ignorance. God allows them to function in ignorance. Mm -hmm. he, he took them, they fell out of heaven and he placed them somewhere. He placed them in darkness or ignorance. So what you don't know, they're able to react there. They're able to function there to trip you up, to get you messed up. He's reserved a place for them in darkness and chained them there. Mm -hmm. It's called ignorance. And the only thing that gets rid of them is knowledge. That's why he says, and all I get and get what? Understanding. Understanding is so important. He says, you got to watch false teachers because they don't give understanding. Mm -hmm. They're touching your emotions. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it because the more people I get in this church, the more money I'll get. Mm-hmm. And then they refuse to tell the truth because they, they're afraid who they're going to run out of there. Mm -hmm. he, always, he always puts false teaching and hell in the same. It doesn't seem like it fits. Auntie, come on. If he did not spare the ancient world, 
for he brought the flood on this ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others. So he says, listen, he didn't spare the ancient world when he flooded it, and he just saved Noah, who preached what? Righteousness. righteousness. Who told the people the truth, they just didn't hear it. So he says, man, I didn't spare the angels, he's setting us up. I didn't spare the people back then, I ain't gonna spare the next group either. But why does everybody think he will? Mm -hmm. Go ask your neighbor if they think they're going to hell or not. I know, don't go randomly and ask them. <laughs> Knock on the door. Are you going to hell? <laughs> I mean, in a casual conversation, you're discussing something. Like, ask a coworker. To, you know, tomorrow, when you guys are sitting there just goofing off and you ain't really working and you're just talking and this conversation comes up. Let me ask you something. You want to have, see what they say. Amen. See what they say. They'll say, of course I am. Based on what? Well, I ain't that bad. <laughs> this, I, this, is for, this is for somebody else. This is for who you talk to. Amen. I'm not worried about you. <laughs> but think about it. People don't know if they're going to heaven or not. Or they think they are. And the Bible says that hell has enlarged itself. Narrow is the way. The, the door is small. Yeah. So that means a lot of people are going to hell. Mm -hmm. It's harder to go to heaven. Know why? Because it's harder for people to accept the truth. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's so quiet. Come on, God. Auntie, come on. Where, where, where are we at? If he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes yep. and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man, who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the so lawless. So this is what he's doing. He's saying, I locked the angels in, in darkness. He says, remember the people that I destroyed with the flood? I did save somebody. And he's saying, remember, remember Sodom and Gomorrah? I did save somebody. And who is he telling you that he saved? The righteous. Mm -hmm. He saved Noah who was righteous. He saved Lot who was a good man who lived there. And, 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 and verse 7, and he was troubled by all the craziness around him. I know sometimes all this craziness around you bothers you. Amen. You just, you're like, man, I just, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched the news since the election. I haven't watched it. It's like, I don't know what's going on. People are like, oh, we're going to get a stimulus check. I don't know. All you want is a check. <laughs> it's like, I don't watch the news. I haven't watched any of it. I'm taking a break from that madness. And, and because what was happening was because that stuff going on around you and that mm -hmm. unrighteousness, it says, but he saved a lot of good men who lived there. A lot was greatly troubled by the, more, the morally bad lives of the people around them. Mm-hmm. It was troubling me to, to wake up every day in chaos with people around you who don't know God. You ever felt like that? Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, these people are driving me nuts. They're so ungodly. And he says, I get it. Lot was the same way. He was distressed every day by people. Amen. Auntie, come on. For that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. Come on. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly he from says, trials. He says, if this is so now, then the Lord knows how to rescue godly from trials. Everybody should say amen to amen. that. Amen. Thank you. And Lord. to hold the upright, uh, the, uh, the, the, 
the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. It may seem like the unrighteous are living really good right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the friend or the, or, or the uh, 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 casual friend or the co-worker or the neighbor who just seems like life is just so together and they don't serve God for anything in the world. And then here you are, you're serving the Lord and you're doing everything and then it seems like life just overtakes you sometime and you're looking, you're looking down up a street going, man, they seem like everything's just okay, Lord, and they don't even serve you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a, a secret that Satan does. When he already has you, he doesn't bother you much. That's right. That's right. So these people who it seems like life is just natural life is so together and they got money and they go on vacation, they buy new vehicles, they get their house done over and they, they're able to just buy whatever and they, they live there, they go to work and they're not bothering anybody, they're not bad people at all, but it just seems like they're living this life and, you, and you're going, man, they just seem like they don't, first of all, you don't know, we don't know what goes on in the house, amen, somebody. Amen. But, but then the second piece is, well, Satan doesn't really bother those he already has because if he bothers them too much, they might go to the Lord. They might say, what's going on? They might look God's way. Do you know it's a revelation that all of you know you need God? Amen. It's a revelation. You, you, we need to be, you need to wake up every day and go, Lord, I thank you that I know you. You help me know you. Because a lot of people don't know you. But here's the scary part. They don't think they need to. Mm-hmm. It, he says I predestined you from the beginning of time I called you before the womb so that means that wait a minute did I just come to myself or did you pick me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that sounds like what came first the chicken or the egg <laughs> did I come to myself or did you pick me well, me, I could say he picked me because my life changed in like two minutes. Yeah. But I'm saying, did I come to myself? You know what I, know what I came to myself? The light came on? I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. And I need saving, and I can't save myself by my deeds. Yes, yes. And the light came on. I'm like, did I turn that light on? Or did you turn that light on? <laughs> but however it turned on, Lord, I thank you. And thank you. Hallelujah. You should wake up every day and go, Lord, I thank you that I, I'm even... My mind is first when I wake up. It's always towards you. My, yes. You got to give God glory that you know him. Yes. Because it takes a revelation to know that you need him. <laughs> yes. Did I do that or did you do that? Well, whoever did that, Lord, I thank you. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desires of the flesh and despise authority. It says this is especially true that they will fall to the ground, they will bow, and there's a place in hell for them. It's not me, it's not me. Those who are corrupt, desires of the flesh and despise authority, can't tell them anything, bold and arrogant, there's that word again, they are not afraid to heap abuse or blaspheme celestial beings. They're not, they're, not, they're not afraid to say, oh, that God stuff, I don't really need that. Mm-hmm. You see that, Auntie? I see it. 
He's saying, listen, that punishment is for those who are always doing the evil that their sinful selves want to do. It is for those who hate the authority of the Lord. Hmm. They don't even live, they don't even live a smidgen on what what God is saying. Their whole life is based on who they are, what they do, what they want. Hmm. You know a lot of people like that, and they're not bad. Mm -hmm. They're actually good people. So quiet. He says, man, the wicked, there's so many wicked that hell has actually had to get, had to get bigger. Mm-hmm. But then he's going, well, Chris, this, this other road is so narrow, and only a few find it. Keenan did not say that. Jesus himself said that. Mm-hmm. Then he goes, and then you get all these false prophets. What? It doesn't seem like it match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it matches totally. Mm-hmm. He's saying, listen, I'm not talking about the obvious the murderers and the rapists and the killers and the pedophiles. And that. See, we love to throw them to hell, but I'm talking about the people who don't do anything bad. They just have one flaw. They don't have knowledge. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 11. Man, I'm moving fast today. Matthew 11, verse 20. Then Jesus began to do what? To denounce the towns in which most of his miracles have been performed because they did not he repent. Go, you know what? I hate this town. <laughs> 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 Can you see Jesus? <laughs> I can't stand friend. <laughs> he begins to denounce these towns that he's in. He, now he's denouncing them for a reason. I'll take him on. Woe to you, Corazon. Woe to you, Bethsaida. He says, listen. You cities, I do miracles. I'm criticizing you because you won't change. You won't stop sinning. I'm doing all these miracles. That's why we don't see miracles today. Not like Jesus' miracles. Mm -hmm. We don't see them. Know why we don't see them? Two reasons. One is because if somebody could do that, they'll be the next God. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wouldn't they? Yeah, I always will. say, man, if I can leave here, take me to a hospital, and I just lay hands on everybody, and they got healed and left, what they, what are they gonna do to me? Follow you. I'm on television <laughs> that night. I'm on Good Morning America tomorrow. <laughs> I'm on ESPN. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Daystar. I'm on TBN. Mm-hmm. I'm on the Church Channel. Everybody say, man, to that. Amen. They look for superstars. God says, I can't even trust somebody. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go lay hands on someone and they get healed. Right. I've laid on hands on people and they got healed. He still works miracles through people. Amen. But Jesus did stuff that you won't see other people do. Right, right, right. One for that reason. And the other one is to get people to repent. Yes, yes. To get them to see that there's something else about this guy. He says, I've done all these miracles and you won't stop sinning. I can't stand K-Pack. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I can't stand Almon. I can't stand Emily City. Because I'm doing all these miracles and nobody's changing. Yeah. Come on, Auntie. 
For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago. He and says, Corazon, Bethsaida, listen, Tyre and Sidon, they would have had a better, they would have repented. But you know what happened to those, those towns? Alexander the Great came and conquered them, took people into captivity, women, children, everything. He says, man, that town, those towns got devastated. They were overrun. Mm-hmm. And they would have repented. Everybody say amen. amen. If I would have went to them and did miracles, they would have repented and they would have put on sackcloth and threw ashes on their head. You, I've been doing all these miracles. You don't, you still don't believe. Amen. Right, come on. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment but than you for know you. What? I'm going to have a little more break on them. Know why? Because I didn't go to them. Mm-hmm. They didn't see the miracles. The Bible says that it's better that you not serve him at all than to serve him and go back on him. Amen. It's like, man, he goes, listen, they're still going to have to pay, unfortunately, but it won't be as bad as you. Mm-hmm. Because you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You ever have somebody goes, no, I, I love the Lord and everything, but but you know, I, I but you still do everything you want, and you still don't go to church, and you still don't need anybody. Nobody can tell you nothing. You got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. You sound like one of those people that he's gonna bring low. Mm-hmm. And so he, he's going, listen, these two towns, which was overran by Alexander the Great and taken in captivity, and it was, this was B.C., before Christ. He goes, they, on a day of judgment, they're going to be better than you because I came to you. You see me, I'm talking to you. I just laid hands on the sick guy and he got up. He's no longer blind. She's no longer crazy. <laughs> and you don't even believe. Mm. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to the heavens? No, you will go down to Hades. He says, and listen, Capernaum, you, are you going to heaven? No. This is Jesus who came to save the world, going, you're going to hell. But everybody's going to heaven. All your co all your classmates going to heaven. All your neighbors going to heaven. Know why they going to heaven? Because I keep American laws. And I really don't do bad. Police said, my record's clean. I know a lot of people with dirty records going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, that's, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. He's going, listen, Capernaum. You, you won't be lifted into heaven. You're going to go down to Hades. You're going to hell. For if the miracles that were performed in you have been performed in Sodom, you just blew Sodom up. Right. Sodom got ashed. He says, man, it was before me. If they would have saw miracles, it, it'll still be here today. Mm-hmm. If they would have repented. They didn't even get a chance to. But you. Mm. Jesus. You've heard, about, you, you, you've heard about God since you were a child, and you don't care. Yeah. You've seen miracles. You've seen things that was unexplainable. 
Your parents have told you about God and your sister told you about the Lord. Your brother has talked to you or shown you the way. And he said you won't repent. Oh, man, woe unto you. I'm sorry. It ain't going to work out. Mm. So quiet. We're going to be happy next week. We're going to be shouting. <laughs> I'm just trying to finish this. And I'm like, oh, Lord, let me get through this. This is so great. I love this kind of stuff. Because you know why? It makes us look at ourselves and go, where are we? Where am I? It makes you wake up every morning and go, where am I? Right, right. What is most, the first, the first commandment is to what? Love the Lord with everything you have. Yes. And I'm here to say that most Christians love the Lord either kind of or mostly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. And then Jesus says, he stops and he goes, Lord, I thank you, because you know why? All these smart people who think they got it figured out, you won't let them see the truth. You've given the truth to people who are like, who came to us like little children. Mm-hmm. He goes into prayer and says, Lord, you know what, Father, I thank you. Because all these people who think they got it all together, everything figured out, they just think they got the world so figured out, life figured out, and he's like, man, they can't even see it. Don't, that's why I was telling you, be thankful you see it. Mm-hmm. They don't even see that they need you. He's like, Man, but you hidden it. He says, you have hidden these things from them. Yeah. See, because they're so arrogant and they think they got it figured out. So you go, okay. I would dare say, to, I'm going to say this carefully. God does not want anyone to be lost. That's why he gave his son. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing he has, he gave that to the world to be abused, spit on, beaten, killed. But he, that's okay. Rejected is the problem that he has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't send myself for you to be to reject him. So everyone who rejects the Lamb of God that has shed the blood, the covering of sin, because when man failed, I declared blood. I didn't want yours. I gave mine. That's powerful. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. Yes, he it said, is. He said, somebody had to die because I said if you eat that tree, you're going to die. And then God says, oh, you ate of the tree? Okay, he wasn't surprised by it. And he goes, you know what? I am not going to let you naturally die, but you are spiritually dead. And so what's going to happen is now I got to shed the blood. I don't even want you to shed the blood. I'll do it. I declare blood. I need somebody's blood. Jesus steps up and goes, take mine. And then we reject it. Mm. Oh, we're going to hell. When last time you a preacher and heard that? Hmm. You don't even hear teachers about hell anymore. Yeah. I know why. Auntie, I got a couple minutes. Come on. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. He says, Father, you're pleased not to have these suckers. <laughs> it's pleasing you not to have them. God says, I don't even want them. 
See, the father has a different <laughs> son. Tell your father. If, if when Angie tells Julian, Julian passes out. <laughs> I walk in, I walk in my mother, because I don't knock at my mother-in-law, I just walk in. So I walk in the house to go pick him up, and they're all there. And then and I hear Julian stumps across. They didn't know I was there. He stumps across the floor. I'm gonna tell your father. And I'm like, tell him what? And Julian's like, ah! <laughs> Abuser. <laughs> it's just something about, don't let me tell your father. So here's your father in heaven. And so here's Jesus. Why do you think he's at the right hand? He's doing something. He's not just chilling, drinking lemonade. He's doing something. He's, he's going, you know. Stay right here, because they, you don't think he's like that? What did he tell Moses? Moses, get down from this mountain, because I'm about to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. God says, man, I don't like sin, and I don't like it so much, because it destroys my people who I love so much. Right, right. And he's going, man, I, I just, it just drives me crazy when they don't know me. Mm -hmm. And if they so think they don't need me, I let them feel that way. Jesus. And I have a place reserved for them. Mm -hmm. hmm. I think about all things that have been committed to, the by, to me by my father. Come on. No one knows the son except the father, and no one knows the father except the son. That's and very those important. No one knows the son except the father. No one knows the father except the son. There, Jesus is saying, listen, we are very tight. We understand each other very clearly. Then he says the powerful statement. Come on. And those whom the son chooses to reveal him. He says, and when I reveal myself, Me and you are on the same accord of who I reveal myself to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not only that, to he who has an ear, who's actually heard. Mm-hmm. To those who were blind and now they see. Did you just wake up one day and figure this out? Or did God figure it out for you? Amen. Or what? Combination. Maybe God says, hey, listen, you really need to look at this. And you go, look at what? Oh my God, I'm a, I need Jesus. Need you. Yes, I need you. I'm telling you, it's a revelation. Yes. And, I, and I'm starting to realize it's not, you didn't come to yourself. Right. Because God is so powerful. If he wanted those cities to repent, he would have just made them repent. Mm -hmm. No, God's a gentleman, though. He doesn't push himself on no one. That's right. That's right. People go, oh God, oh, this can't be this God can't be so great because he, he can't either he, either he's not all powerful or he's not all good. Because if he was all powerful, it wouldn't be all this evil. But if he was all good, why is it so much evil? He can't be both. 
Here's the problem with that. Who's talking? Oh, my, oh don't worry, my mind's doing stuff. Here's the, here's the scenario in that. God can't go back on his word. Amen. And sin has entered the earth. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And God, of course he can wipe out sin. Of course he can stop all pain. But if he does, that's right. He'll never do that. But what he did promise, because he gave us another word, and says, listen, everybody, those of you who figure this out, those of you who understand that this road is narrow, those of you who understand the doorway is very small, those of you who, are, who realize something, that you realize that you can never save yourself, that Jesus is really the reason why. Those of you who realize that I am the most high and I know what's best for you and I am your father and trust me, I am with you and I will never leave you nor forsake you. Those of you who realize something that though you may sin, if your heart still is leaning always to righteousness, he goes, man, these, I'm, you are okay. You, but man, the minute you just say you don't, the minute you are arrogant, the minute you will take my word in my church and abuse it, I have a place for you. You're going to hell. And he says, many will say I did these things. I don't know how, I don't know what the number many is, but I will say this. It's more than not. Amen. Amen. Depart from me, I never knew you. I don't know you. Yes. Terrifying. Yes, it is. I'm almost done. I have to give up. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, Jesus says, but listen, everybody. Auntie, you said that today. He says, listen. Everybody, listen, though. It's okay. I know this is hard. But come to me, all of you who are tired. Tired of what? Trying to figure it out. Burdened by life. Tired of what? The search. What are you searching for? The kingdom. Come me, all of you who are just beaten down, you're so tired of life. When you see these people beaten down, you need to tell them, man, you need to come to the Lord. It's just, it ain't working. Look, life is not working. Amen. People like that are really being pressured and life is pressing them, but don't worry about your neighbors who look like everything. Because hmm. come to find out, it's probably not all great in the house. But secondly, Satan doesn't bother those who He's already God. Right. He only bothers those who he knows the Lord is pressing on, and he's trying to stop them from getting the revelation. The revelation of what? That you need him. And so Satan is trying to let life beat you down so badly and let problems, situations bother you so much that it keeps your mind, what, cluttered so God can't really speak to you. He can't really reveal himself. He can't really talk over the, the noisiness of life. Yes, yes. And then we struggle and we suffer and then good people go to hell. Mm -hmm. Amen. There's some religious thought, just like, you know, just, I'm, just, I'm just so, I do these religious things and he's like, no, so many religious people are going to hell. Auntie, I'm almost done, come on. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said, listen, now there is a yoke. A yoke means uh, there's something that's going to be, there's, there is some prank, some pressure and some, some pain. You're going to suffer through this thing. 
going to happen. But he goes, my mind are very light when you compare it to the world. Yes. And, and it's like, man, take my yoke. A yoke is something they would put around an ox to pull a, 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 a grater or, or a wagon or something. Take my yoke to put it on. You're going to have to pull. You're going to have to be burdened. You're going to have some weight on your shoulders. But mine will be lighter than that. My, in fact, mine is actually easy. The reason why it's easy because I'm right there with you. And it's only for your benefit. Yes. I heard a lady this morning on television giving her testimony and she got, she got cancer and she said I go to the doctor and I'm all flustered and she said it was this nurse there that just kept telling me about the Lord Amen. and this nurse there would lay hands on me and pray and stuff but she wasn't praying for my cancer she was praying for my mind and my heart yes. and she said man I, then I realized something laying up in there Lord I need you and so she gave her life to the Lord and the Lord healed her from cancer Cancer free. And then she goes, but here's the thing. I thank God for the cancer. I never would have known him. She says, I was so so worried about this earthly life that I was so close to meeting him without knowing him. Wow. Man. Mm. A lot of people you know a lot of people you know and love are going to hell. Amen. And I've been praying. This is what I've been praying. Because it's so hard to deal with family, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Sitting across the table from your sister or your aunt or your uncle or your cousin or your mom or your dad, trying to tell them, can you try to tell your parents that they need you, they raised you. Thank God my mom knows Jesus. But it's like, I, I go, man, that's tough because one, they think they have their own concept and then here you're going, oh, every time they talk, the hair on your neck stands up. And you go, oh, so not true. Every time your brother talks, you go, oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> Every time your sister says something, you just be like, ah. And you want to tell them, and I've been praying, Lord, touch the hearts of these people because they have spiritual around them who have understanding and won't hear it. And Jesus going, it was better for Sodom. Sodom would have been okay. Sodom got obliterated. Tyree would have been okay. Tyree got taken captive. All the people were slaves. And somebody's the only hope. Amen. The person that works next to you every day, you might be their only hope. And I know some of you have been trying, and I've been praying, Lord, let them see. Let them see. You, help, you pray with me. Begin to just pray, Lord, let them see. Amen. Lord, let them see. So you have to pray, pray your way into salvation. you got to you got to pray for them first because there's so much stuff blocking them. Mm-hmm. Their own knowledge, their own information, how they were raised, what religion they were raised with, how their mom and dad treated them, how life is treating them, how the marriage is going, how to tre- all this stuff keeps people from seeing God. And you have to pray that he some kind of way pushes through all that shrubbery to say, here I am, and they go, there he is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Revelation to know you need God. Yes. You might be their only hope because a lot of people you know and love 
are going to hell. Come on, pray me something to lighten the mood. <laughs> I think about our family a lot, Auntie. I think, and most of our family knows the Lord, man. I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, majority of us, we, you know, I'm not saying we're good. <laughs> I mean, we got those few who don't, right, Auntie? We got those few who. Oh, I'm gonna choke you. <laughs> but I have to thank the Lord because my daughters, they get it. My son, he gets it. You know? My cousins, they get it. But there are people in my heart who don't get it. And the, harder, the hardest ones to get are the ones who think they know. So I've had to pray, Lord, give me wisdom. I've led a lot of people to the Lord, man, a lot of people, a lot of people. And, and man, you had to pray for them, and you had to pray for you. You had to pray for opportunities. You had to pray for boldness. You had to pray for anointing. You had to pray for repentance. You had to pray all these things. To try. See, that's why it says, I'm going to make you fishers of men. What do fishermen do? Well, they got to have the right lure and the right bait, and they got to be in the right spot at the right time. Yeah. That's, how you, that's how you get people to understand who God is. Yes. And then God gives you a window, and you jump through that window with everything you have to get them to do what? To see, because they don't have the rest. They're not bad people, all of them, but they don't have the revelation. So still you think you're going to heaven, you're really not. Jesus, you said the whole time you're going to go. Nope, none of them. Then he always goes, then beware of those false prophets. Those false teachers who never discuss it. Never tell you the truth. Man, I killed my own career. Shut up. If I just shut up and look cute and preach good stuff, I'd be the man. I just. <laughs> I'd be the man. We, we'd be packed. We'd, be, we'd have built the new building by now. But oh, when you're trying to help people reach their potential, though. Mm -hmm. Man, it's so difficult. You know why? Because you got to deal with all the crap that you just don't want to deal with. And you got to. You gotta go face to face with yourself. Speak, and you gotta get it. Goes, oh, this much. I don't, I don't want to reach. Potential is hard to get to, and it's never known. It's always recognized by someone else. Mm -hmm. And then you, and then you see all this greatness, and I see all this greatness out here, and, and it's like hard. It's like, oh, it's like getting in shape. Getting in shape. Getting in shape stinks. Yeah, it does. It, it really does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I remember me and Courtney was talking, and Courtney goes. I'm like, Courtney, stop trying to feed me bad because I'm, I'm too old. I, I'm trying to stay on the planet for all of you suckers. I can't eat that stuff like you do. And I'm like, she, I'm like it's hard. I, I got to watch stuff. And of course, you know, Dad, that's why. Now, you can get away with that at 30. 
You can't get away with that at 57. And getting it, man, getting it shaped like, oh, look at those fries. Oh, look at that pizza. Oh, look at that cake. And you're sitting there going, oh, man, Lord, this is so cruel. It should be that sugar should be good for you. Everything fried will make you strong. What, why, what, what kind of demonic stuff? Why would you, why, why is it backwards? How come all the good stuff, I don't want broccoli, I don't want no celery. I get so sick, I don't want no more salad. It's like, why did you do it that way? Why was this stuff good, but all the good stuff is bad? This isn't hard, because the way of a trans, somebody whose mind is not made up, this will be hard. But this ain't easy. Effort, it takes bearing on your it takes denying yourself, putting something else before you, which is so it makes it difficult. But we have to remember this life down here is only a few years. I'm not gonna live another 50 summers. You gotta stay towards eternity. Because we are going here, and only a few going. They're going, man. Do all the right stuff, and I. I'm not saying stop it, but what I'm saying is Jesus died for your sin. Gets you to heaven or hell is your understanding and your faith. That saves you by grace. Father, I give you glory and praise, and I thank you, Lord, for your presence today. I ask and pray, Lord, you continue to bless us. Sit in our spirit. Just sit there. And, Lord, we understand that, 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 that there are places to go in, in eternity. We're going to go somewhere. But, Lord, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for the revelation that we need you. Pray for these people every day, Lord. Before I even start my day, my first thought is always the people that I care for spiritually. And I pray, Lord, that you, and I always pray this, Lord, that they will abide in you as you abide in them, that they will go through their day. And I know they're busy, and sometimes you're not their first thought. You might be their second or third thought. But, but Lord, as long as you're a thought, and Lord, I pray that you will continue to water that seed that's in them, that when, they, when they, they will begin to burst open, Lord, and they will bloom and they will blossom. They will be everything you called them to be. So when they see you in the end, they're well done, good. Strengthen us all. Keep us from the cares of this world. And we'll give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.